This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So uh, I won't like to a relationship issue. Uh, you have a, the Chinese spy airship that went through. You've got China buying more oil from Russia. You've got China, uh, you know, uh, opening up cases uh, in the U.S. trying to steal U.S. technology from universities. The president Xi is going to be meeting with the Iranian president. At what point do you re- review uh, a big review of the U.S. relationship with China? And at what point does the president ask for a call from President Xi? Again, I don't have a, a call to, to talk about today. Let me just, again, level set here, and I know I'm uh, running close on time, but yeah. uh, sorry. No, it's not here. Uh, but but the, the president met with President Xi at Bali at the G20. The whole purpose of that discussion was to move this relationship forward in a better way. Most consequential bilateral relationship in the world, the president knows that. Uh, and he wanted to move that relationship forward uh, in a better way. And Secretary Blinken was dang near wheels up trying to head to Beijing to have those kinds of conversations, to get some of these uh, communication uh, vehicles and venues back on track, whether it's climate change or military to military. We were willing to do that. We were looking forward to doing that. Um, and then the Chinese decided to fly a surveillance balloon over the continental United States, and it wouldn't be inappropriate to, to have that meeting. When, is, when are those discussions going to get back on the, the counter? I couldn't tell you. Uh, as, you as Secretary Blinken has said, it'll happen at the, at, the, at the appropriate time. Now is not that time. It doesn't mean, and people shouldn't take away from this, that all communication has been severed between the United States and China, that Beijing and Washington aren't talking. We still have an embassy there. We still have uh, uh, an ability through Secretary Blinken's good offices to communicate with senior uh, Chinese leaders. Uh, unfortunately, the Chinese military is not interested in talking to Secretary uh, Secretary of Defense Austin, but, uh, but there are still ways to, to communicate. And the president would tell you that now is exactly the time to at least preserve some of those lines of communication so that we can avoid miscalculation. How does that back the relationship? Has this all, this list of things, set back the relationship? It has certainly not helped us move forward in the way that we wanted to move. Admiral, um, you you started the briefing by talking about the president's involvement in this, the report from uh, ODNI recently that that goes over this. In that ODNI report uh, about unidentified aerial phenomena, it says there were 247 unidentified aerial phenomenon reports since March of 2021, some of which have, quote, demonstrated unusual flight characteristics or performance capabilities. So can you say why the president just recently, within the last couple weeks, started ordering some of these objects to be shot down and why there weren't any orders throughout 2021 or throughout 2022? It's very very simple. It comes down to what sort of safety and security threats and risks we're we're talking about. Um, And uh, and also uh, it comes down to a lot to our ability to, to track to track 
detect and engage. Having come from the Pentagon, I can tell you that some of these UAPs, um, uh, while we may not be able to know what each and every one is doing, some of the big concern there was that um, a lot, not uh, many of those reports were happening around our training ranges. Were happening around air training ranges. So combat pilots were seeing these things, and it was, and it, there was a potential impact to the safety of flight of our, our pilots. Um, but you may not have, but a fleeting moment uh, on some of these things to to, to see it. Uh, and so it's different in these cases. Um, we had. Uh, time to detect, time to analyze, time to engage, uh, time to make those kinds of decisions. But it all comes down to safety and security, first and foremost. So is the, the time, though, is a matter of capability? We have better capabilities now than we did We are then. certainly improving our capabilities now. And, and as I said, the president has directed the national security team uh, to dig into this deeper from an interagency effort and to see what uh, if other uh, improvements uh, might need to make. I mean, look, just, just by adapting the way the radar parameters are set, we have improved our ability to detect. And again, I said that could be one reason why we're seeing more. American people is the president and the department's number one priority. And I want to reassure Americans that these objects do not present a military threat to anyone on the ground. They do, however, present a risk to civil aviation and potentially an intelligence collection threat. And we'll get to the bottom of it. Right now, our priority is, uh, is debris recovery so that we can get a better sense of what these objects are. We're working closely with the rest of the federal government, including the FAA, the FBI, NASA, and others to work through what, what we might be seeing. We, of course, know that a range of entities, including countries, companies, research, research organizations, operate in uh, these altitudes or at these altitudes for purposes that are not nefarious, including legitimate research. That said, because we've not been able to definitively assess what these recent objects are, uh, we've acted out of an abundance of caution to protect the secure, uh, our security and interest. That's why we have teams working hard to track down the debris from over the weekend. We have extensive efforts in South Carolina, Alaska, and Lake Huron, and we're supporting our Canadian partners in their efforts there. Each of these recoveries are unique, and each pose their okay, own challenges. On. On. Yeah. Yeah. Denver, here's what I want to do. I want to save the Ukraine piece for the next block. Uh, it is uh, Monday, 13 February in the year of our Lord, 2023. I just want everybody to understand uh, the gaslighting that's going on here. You had in, in that, let me deconstruct it for you, but you essentially had, not essentially had, you had a four-star Air Force General, uh, Van Herc, who's NORAD and uh, the combatant commander of NORTHCOM, yesterday say, say publicly he could not rule out that the... Um, the aircraft or the the uh, objects were aliens. Okay, not some science fiction movie. This guy's a real four star general. In fact, he's in charge of your safety. 
because Northern Command is the combatant command for the continental United States and Alaska. Then you had Kirby, and Kirby, whether you like him or not, is a pro's pro. Okay? This is not Zen Master Jean-Pierre. This is a pro. He knows how to not answer things when you don't want to. He, he's, he's perfect at non-denial denials. He's got the whole shtick down. He was up there for an hour, hour and a half, and never answered the question. F- not, basically, didn't ask, answer the most basic question. Is Herc going to walk that back, or is, are you actually saying that these may be aliens? Yes or no? Simple. And if that's the truth, then why are we not at a higher DEFCON level? Why, why, why are you guys in the normal course of business? People going to the, the, the uh, Super Bowl, you're doing an all-female flyover, it's all woke, you're doing just another day at the, in the neighborhood, okay? Then the last, you've got um, Austin is in Brussels stirring the pot on the, on the third world war we got over in Ukraine on the same day that the U.S. government tells all American citizens to leave Russia immediately, an escalation. And the Chiron, for our podcast and radio audience, this is why you're in the podcast radio. You've got to get our email and get the clips. That's MSNBC. He's on a tarmac in Brussels. The Chiron, which are the words underneath it, for the entire interview, which he's doing in kind of a rainstorm on a wet tarmac, says, the Defense Department shoots down three more, wait for it, unidentified flying objects. They don't even use the new terminology. Shoots down three more unidentified flying objects. Peter Navarro. And I'll get to the Ukraine thing in a second. Uh, you've been around on the messaging. And, and by the way, the very first one we had, it, it shows you the lies. What did he say? I'm going to play that later in the show and in the next hour. We da- he, the, Blinken was dang near wheels up. He was dang near wheels <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, Because on February 3rd, we got the paper right here in the Financial Times. Yes, because you hit it from the 28th. Where is McCarthy? Where's MTG? Where are all these hammers? Why are they not flying back to Washington? When you've got on a Chiron of the NBC network, not War Room, not Breitbart, not Gateway Pundit, uh, it's not Revolver, you got MSNBC, and the Chiron says, shoots down, Defense Department shoots down three more unidentified flying objects. Yeah. Okay, I would like some precision in our. What are we yeah. talking about here, guys? I know you want to change the narrative, but is this, it's, Peter? Tell me what's going on here because this is pure well, madness me, right now. Yeah, let me let me tell you what I think were were the two buried leads and and all the crap you heard. The, the first one is something I actually covered extensively in the my 2015 Crouching Tiger book. What 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 they just told America is the Chinese military refuses to communicate with the Pentagon, okay? And this has been a problem. It's a problem in the South China Sea. Um, and, and basically, it's a, it's a matter of strategy for the Chinese military. Uh, they prefer uncertainty than the communication. So think about that. We are in a state right now where... The Chinese military, apparently they're operating independently from Xi Jinping, um, just won't talk to us. Okay, so that they just file that away when the F hits the fan, at, you know, in Taiwan or whatever. Now, the, the, the really big thing here, Steve, is when Kirby said he's going to find a lot about in the debris recovery, debris recovery. This is what pisses me off. 
why are we using F-22s and Sidewinder missiles to shoot down balloons? Is there not a more elegant way to capture these flying objects in a way where we don't have to, to scavenge for the debris and we can find out exactly yeah. what is going on? And, and you know, it's the next Hollywood Peter. movie. I mean, you can imagine it. There's got to be... Like, get, get Elon Musk on hold the it. case, or, or it, it, this is crazy. <laughs> hold it. It's, hold it's, it. It's expensive hold, hold and crazy. In Independence it's Day, stupid. that's why I just if it's real and not BS, I want to go to, I, yeah. they'll show me it's real if they go to Ohio DEFCON. Other than that, okay, CNN's reporting, even as Peter Navarro came on here, breaking news, headline, Pentagon memo says object shot down over Canada was a small metallic balloon. Now, CNN. Here's how you're getting gaslit. I'm, I'm quoting, I'm actually reading from the CNN story. The unidentified flying object, they're doing that just to trigger me, aren't they? The unidentified flying object shot down in Canadian airspace on Saturday appeared to be a, quote, small metallic balloon with a tethered payload below it. They actually go on to say, Peter, yeah, by, it doesn't look way, anything like the Chinese as thing. A, as a historian... Yep. The, the first balloons that flew over American wartime were when the Japanese were, were flying balloons over trying to start forest fires. Okay, so this is not something new. Yeah. But why don't you know, Why aren't we sending drones up there or our own balloons there to simply bring these things down to ground Peter, or capture them up there? We would then Peter, we would know is, exactly are they, what the are, hell's are, going on. Is the it's mainstream stupid. media? Are they trying to get? Are they trying? Are they trying to gaslight everybody by MSNBC putting in the Chiron, CNN putting in, in the opening words, UFOs? Are they trying to change the narrative here? So we've got 30 seconds before we go to break. Your thoughts? I think Biden is trying to destroy the evidence <laughs> by shooting it down. It's like, the American people, you're not going to know because we're going to obliterate this stuff. Yeah, I mean, of course they're gaslighting us. I mean, this is a, you couldn't make this up. If, if you were, this, is, if this were a Hollywood script, Steve, it never gets shot, right? It never gets shot. But yeah. but debris recovery, debris recovery. Like, why are we turning? Why it's, are we pulverizing these things? And the F twenty two is the most yeah. sophisticated plane in the world. And Sidewinder missiles. I don't know. What they run one, two million dollars a pop. Great. Let's shoot another five hundred thousand to a million bucks. Okay. Hang on. We got a lot. We got a, Peter's new podcast. We're going to talk about Ukraine. Uh, Biden is finally a, a, achieving lowering inflation, we think, by, by lowering wages. We're not making this up. This is the narrative they want to change away. I'm also going to ask Peter about the story out of Ohio. They, nobody knows nothing, and they don't want anybody to know nothing. All next in the war room. Despite the U.S. blowing through $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand, when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only going to get worse. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king because it's dependable. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. 
Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of our precious metals specialists. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today to get your free info kit. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, I'm not. By the way, you're listening, you're watching and listening to the number one disinformation show in the universe, according to Brookings and the New York Times, Peter. So I just want to make sure everybody knows we're not making this up. I'm quoting from CNN, and the CNN's actually quoting, okay, just listen to this. This is called a buried lead, folks. This is kind of halfway down the, the article. Quote, it should not be assumed that the events of the past few days are connected, the Pentagon noted in its memo. Let me repeat that. It should not be assumed that the events of the past few days are connected. They're saying it's not connected to the Chinese uh, spy airship. Peter, you know, everybody's seen the movies when the aliens come. You got, you got a four-star general saying you can't rule out the aliens. They have an hour-and-a-half press conference today. Not only does he not rule it out, he actually says we're going to have an interagency task force to look into the, what do they call them now, the uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon. U- UAPs. Peter, why can't they just stand up and deal with the American people straight? And if it was straight, they would be they would be taking the nation right now to a higher DEFCON level, would they not, sir? It's disquieting, Steve, and we talked about this in the last block. Why are they effectively destroying the evidence by by taking small balloon objects and blasting them with F-22 and Sidewinder missiles? It's this is just, it's just more nonsense from the Biden administration. But let, look, time is precious. I do want to make one point which you teased, and I want to get to it. Today, the stock market rallied sharply on the reality that people think their incomes are going to grow slower. Okay? That's the Biden regime. It's like that Wall Street gets, gets the benefits Main Street gets screwed. And here we are again. And it's just, this is Biden's America, and, you know, we got to get back to Trump's America, which, by the way, by May, uh, pimped the new documentary. Uh, let, me, let me talk just quickly about it, Steve. Um, we're going to debut it here on The War Room. Starts today, episode one. It's on the uh, Apple and Google podcast, Taking Back Trump's America. Six episodes explaining why the Republican red wave never materialized in November within the context of how they, Biden and the Democrats have turned MAGA into a four-letter word, something we have to rectify before the 2024 cycle, Steve. And, and that's what the, the documentary uh, is dedicated towards. Well, if you look at you call it a four-letter word, he's out there with all the MAGA policies. I thought Peter Navarro wrote that part of the speech. I can go back and play the three minutes, but I want to go back to the – don't bury the lead You're here. talking about Biden now. Today, like Wall Street – Stealing, stealing the, uh, yes. 
the, the Trump funder, Joe from Scranton. Yeah, that speech. Joe from Scranton. Yeah, I talk about this in uh, in my uh, thinking about Trump's American book. I'm sitting on the beach in Laguna Beach, uh, talking to Stephen Miller as we're going over the last draft of the famous uh, jobs plan speech in Pittsburgh, where we laid out essentially all the basic promises that Trump would keep on the economy. Um, and it's like Biden basically cribbed, cribbed the whole damn thing. I mean, who's, who's buying what he's selling? One of the points I make in the documentary, Steve, that the red wave, the Republican red wave that never happened, is that we're not taking Biden seriously enough. We look at that guy, and you and I go, God, that guy's a feeble, demented guy. But people on that, you know, the, the persuadable voters are somehow buying the, some of the crap he's trying to sell, and we've got to reverse that. We've got to explain to people what MAGA stands for. And it's, To me, you and I go back to your chalkboard in, in your office, in the West Wing, all the things you wanted to do. It's what I call the Iron Triangle of Populist Economic Nationalism. It's strengthened American manufacturing through things like tariffs and new trade deals. It's secure our southern borders in an end to endless war. Everything else that MAGA believes in, right, is secondary to that triangle because that triangle is the key to peace and prosperity, strong manufacturing, secure borders, and an end to endless war. And, I, 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 you know, I'm trying with this podcast and documentary to explain to people kind of what, what MAGA means so that, that we, the posse, can go out and explain it to their friends and associates and this, that, and the other thing so they can't get away with calling us, um, you know, whacked out right wing yeah. extremists, which they're doing. I mean, we're this is boy, we're the case of disinformation. Boy, you boy, and me and Cortez, boy. the guys who called that, the, the fall of the markets in 2022, yeah. six months that before upset you. Jim Cramer that, and CNBC. By the way, I didn't realize. I didn't realize you had such tender. I didn't realize you had such tender feelings. This upsets you, don't oh. When they call you yeah. a magnus <laughs> extremist. No. Well, oh, look. I but mean, tell the audience partly. You, you, I, Steve, I, you go back and play your show the day after Joe Biden gave that blood red speech with that, that medieval background, calling MAGA a bunch of domestic terrorists, and, and you laughed at it. You, you mocked it. And MSNBC mocked it. And Carl, Tucker Carlson mocked it. Everybody mocked it. But you look at the polling data, and it showed, uh, you know, a week, 10 days later, that MAGA people think that the Republicans who are MAGA think we're you know we're extremists. Okay, but you're going to show this. It's crazy. You're you're yeah. you're you're, you're going to show. I don't think your evidence will show that because I think it's a Republican establishment vote. But I'm open because I love you like a brother, and I know your analytics yes. are always great. Yes. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch your podcast. I will. I will deconstruct it. Show you. I'll well, show you the error yes. of your ways. But that's okay. Yes, I, 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 we I love different voices. Every day we'll get on. But, and we'll, you can. You can fun. be the critic, man. Okay. You can be. Uh, we'll, we'll do not critic. But we'll do. We'll do post game. Post, yes, Apple podcast, post game analysis. Podcast, taking back Trump's America. Yeah. But hold, don't. <laughs> I don't listen. God, you got chutzpah. You 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 got chutzpah. You're, you're the best marketing guy. Hey, Admiral, this is why the first book know. was a number one hit. You're just no, yes. you're just all over me. It's, Trump says he's a bull. He's a bull. He's a bull. <laughs> hold it. You know. Hold it. Stop. Don't yes. bury the lead. Don't bury the lead. Today it's I went on a riff on the billionaires. It's kind of gone viral. Yes. No, about the Wall Street crowd 
is breaking out. They're they're all leaving early for drinks because yeah. the market's up sharply at the end of the day. Why are they celebrating, Peter? What was the, what was the yeah, information they, they got the, that had them piling the, the stocks more? Yes, expectations on Main Street was they're going to get poorer. <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole wage inflation is over. No more rising wages, folks. Away, Wall Street. Yeah, pull out the friggin' champagne. If 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 we don't understand on on this day alone that Wall Street does not have anybody's back, they're, they're globalists who care about profits. Mainstream is getting screwed. They're getting screwed by the cruelest tax, which is inflation. They're getting screwed by the debt trap that they're putting us in. And, you know, if we don't win that debt ceiling battle, hear me, Kevin McCarthy, you hold fast, brother. If we don't win that and, and roll back some of that crazy spending, it's just going to be more of this. But, you know, maybe Wall Street but, will rally on all of that. News. Okay, of your, of your three pillars, of your three pillars, yes, you broke on this story. Nobody had done the work. You broke it that one million one million illegal aliens are in the workforce. Yes. This is the reason that yes. wages are coming down. They, 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 yes. They're proving their case, are they not, that they can break the back I was of inflation by breaking the back of working class people. I was astonished that the government itself printed that. They put it out in a jobs report. 953,000 new entrants, primarily illegal aliens who are uneducated. Who is that going to screw? Black brown and blue collar americans those are, that's that's the maga base right there and and wall street they don't care I, they bring it on federal reserve chairman powell gets on a press conference and says immigration is going to save us from wage inflation right he forgot the word in front of there illegal okay and meanwhile look how many people are getting ready to, to, to cross the border into Ukraine from Russia? How many soldiers? What? 500,000? Okay, well, there's 2 million illegal aliens coming over our southern border. Well, what, what kind yeah. of damage do you think they're going to do? Yeah, Steve, I, you know, it's like when, I'm, when I was with Trump and the administration, we do the analytics. Like, like they call, the illegals come in, right? Like, look, they're, they're doing what they need to do, right? It's like they're, they're doing their stuff. But look. They're gonna they're gonna use our, our, our hospitals. They're gonna get on the tax rolls, the food stamps. They're gonna take people's jobs. They're gonna depress wages. Oh, and by the way, they're gonna have fentanyl with them. Uh, they're gonna have all sorts sorts of other kinds of and crime. I mean, there's like you can draw it's linear, Steve. Percentages. You, it, but if you get a million new illegal aliens in, you know within a yeah. relative degree of certainty how many of them are going to rob houses, kill people, rape women, and engage in that. It's a small percentage, but it's a small percentage of a large number, okay? People are going to die. Yep. And so, you know, you know we, but that's, oh, yeah, we're misinformation right now. We're misinformation. How do we get uh, to your podcast? We've got about a minute. How do people get so to this tonight? It's, it's going to uh, premiere the first. Just Peter Navarro's. Peter Navarro's Taking Back Trump's America podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. You can also go to my Getter and Twitter feeds at Real P. Navarro. I'll be updating uh, that, where the episodes go. We're going to drop one per day, episode drop today. Uh, we've got uh, five more through the Saturday show. 
And, uh, yeah. you know, do you just collaborate here? And I'm honored to be, be on with you We're, talking about this. But this is an important thing. Steve, I'm telling you, if we don't in, educate the American people, the independents, the persuadable voters about what MAGA stands for, we're going to get our clocks clean in 2024. To me, so it, it's, okay. this Good. is what I try to do. I've been quiet I'm, for a while, but, but I've been working. You're roaring back. Peter Navarro, thank you. Honored to have you on here. Look forward to the premiere of the podcast tonight. We're going to play it, play it up on our sites, have commentary. We'll see you on here tomorrow. Peter, Dr. Peter Navarro, President Trump's manufacturing czar. Short commercial break. We're going to talk about the Third World War next. Friends, you have to be blind not to see what's going on around the world. We're facing worldwide chaos on a whole new level. And it could all hit home really quickly in the form of food shortages, not to mention sky-high prices for basic groceries. That's why so many people are stocking up on emergency food right now. This food stays fresh in long-term storage, so it's ready when you need it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company, and right now they're knocking 200 bucks off their three-month emergency food kit. That's $200. Just go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com to get this kit. Your kit comes packed with delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Enough to feed one person for three solid months. Be sure to get one kit per person in your family so you don't run out. You'll save $200 per kit by going to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. My Patriot Supply wants to make it affordable for you to protect your family. So don't delay. You get free shipping also. Go to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. Americans in Russia to leave immediately. Do you have a sense of how many Americans are there? Have you received any outreach from Americans that are trying to leave? What's the plan for the embassy? And why now we've been knowing that this has been a concern for a while. Why is this re-upped? I'm glad you ended there because that's where I wanted to start. Uh, This is not... Uh, new guidance that we are providing to the American people. We have uh, been warning the American people for months now that they should not travel to Russia. Uh, And we've been warning Americans who may uh, have been in Russia that now is not the time to be in Russia and that they should depart immediately. What we did do, and we uh, often reissue what is known as our travel advisories for, uh, for, for countries around the world, but we, issue, we reissued our travel advisory for Russia uh, with several updates, uh, and that includes information regarding dual nas- national military conscrip- conscription, martial law in Russian areas bordering Ukraine, limitations on embassy Moscow staff use of airlines, and Russian legislative changes permitting prosecution of those who, quote-unquote, discredit Russia or advocate for the rights of LGBTQI plus persons uh, and consular services in Russian-occupied areas of uh, Ukraine. So these are changes that are material to the American citizen community in Russia. But again, our message should be uh, that Americans, our message is that Americans uh, should depart Russia. They should depart Russia uh, immediately owing to a number of risks that are spelled out uh, in much greater detail in that broader travel advisory. How, how real is the threat of them being drafted or forced to serve in the Russian army? Well, again, it's going to be based on the individual, but uh, it is a concern we have uh, to the extent that we thought it prudent to reissue our travel advisory, uh, warning against uh, the possibility of conscription for, for dual nationals. 
Um, this is uh, not something that we want Americans to uh, consider precisely because we want them to leave Russia. Uh, we do not want them to leave themselves subject uh, to these or any other measures uh, that could put them in, in, in grave danger. You know, this is not a typical Monday. There, and particularly when you look at how people are supposed to kind of be so precise in their words or so um, thoughtful before they do these things. I just want to make sure people understand. In the White House, you had a Rear Admiral, John Kirby, who is, I think, a very good spokesman. I don't agree with any of his politics. He's slippery, but he knows how to be a comms guy because he can sit there for an hour, hour and a half and not really answer a question, but not so blatantly like Zen Master Jean-Pierre. He, he does it in a very skillful way. He and then Austin, and all they're talking about with with um, with um, General Van Herc is that uh, in the Pentagon just put this memo out. Can we get the memo out in Mo and Grace? Put it up in all the chat rooms. And get over to Carly Bonet. They're 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 talking about you know, and they just said in this memo it should not be associated with previous episodes. That means the Chinese. So here we have um, here we have. And, and they say in the Chiron, UFO, unidentified flying object, shot down Pentagon, shoots down three more unidentified flying objects. Then you've got the State Department. The day we broke her in the show, as soon as it came across the, the uh, wire at Reuters, and they didn't have all the information, calling for all American citizens to leave Russia immediately. And there you gave some background and some gobbledygook and, you know, who knows, a little imprecise, couldn't quite follow all of it. But it's to leave Russia immediately. Now, how many, how many, how many times are we telling countries that to leave the country immediately? When you say that, you've got something that um, he's not up; it fell off. It, 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 there's something that comes up that is like you're on the path to war. And they're saying they can conscript guys, they can arrest people, all this. My point. They know it's going to get a lot darker. Now, you've been told, do we have the Ukraine piece? I don't know if, we call, if we've got it yet, maybe for the next hour. The, uh, we're going to have Rebecca Koffler on here. Um, the, um, the, the editor for all foreign affairs for NBC News came, came on. Well, maybe we'll hold that to six. He, he, came on, uh, he came on and said he basically admitted. Well, if we have it, let me know. We'll play. He came on and admitted just an hour ago of what we've been saying here for a couple of weeks, that um, um, Bakhmut is going to fall. Let's go ahead and play this. It's because you, you, you haven't heard this from MSNBC or CNN in the New York Times. Now, finally, NBC catches up with the war room and gives it to you straight with the bark on. Let's go ahead and play it. Peter today predicts that the war could drag on for years. Joining me now from Pak Rask is NBC News chief foreign correspondent Richard Engel. So, Richard, what has been Ukraine's response to this new offensive by Russia? They recognize that they need help. They are increasing their calls for weapons. They are increasing their calls for tanks, for aircraft. Uh, for the first time in months, the Ukrainians are starting to lose significant amount of, of territory. Uh, they recognize it. Uh, they think that uh, Bahmut, this city that has been a tug of war between Russia and, and Ukraine for months, uh, could fall, that it could fall imminently. Uh, in fact, just today, uh, uh, Ukrainian officials called for aid workers who are trying to help the people in Bahmut to leave it, the city. Hold it, hold it. Hey, Denver, Denver, 
Denver. I got to play that from the top. All of a sudden, Bakhmut, you know, this is the one, this is like the strategic Hamlet program in Vietnam. This is where, and they try to get Zelensky, no, 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 you want to pivot, we're going to go liberate Crimea, we're going to give you 30 tanks against their 2,000 tanks. We're going to give you 30 tanks, and you're going to go, uh, we're going to go this spring, we're going to have a spring holiday. We're going to go to Crimea. We're going to go down to Yalta and Sebastopol, all that, you know, the warm water port. We're going to, we're going to liberate Crimea. We're going to go do that. But, you know, Bakhmut, now you just heard it. Let's play it again from the top. You got to hear this from NBC. It's imminent going to fall and imminently going to fall. We've been saying they've been shelling this thing nonstop, relentlessly. And of course, the American media and particularly the um, the White House, Austin. What is Austin in Brussels? A couple of weeks ago, he's down there. He's giving we're giving F-16 fighters going to do this, going to give tanks, all this. We're going to have combined arms. It's going to be a big sweeping campaign. We're going to we're going to our whole thing is to drive the Russians out. We're going to liberate. Eastern Ukraine, and then we're going to go liberate Crimea. This is what we're going to do. This is, this is what they're telling you every day and what you're underwriting. Where are the Republicans? Where are the neocon Republicans? Where are you guys? Where are you? Zelensky said it wasn't going to fall. We're going to go all in. And I'm not blaming him. They got, they're fighting on an 800-mile front. They're getting shelled every day like World War I. The people there are only going to be able to take it so long. I don't care how many targeting a artificial intelligence targeting you do of the Russian senior command down there. They're just getting pounded into the stone age. Let's go ahead and play it from the top here this afternoon for the first time from NBC news. Peter today predicts that the war could drag on for years. Joining me now from Pakrask is NBC news chief foreign correspondent, Richard Engel. So Richard, what has been Ukraine's response to this new offensive by Russia? They recognize that they need help. They are increasing their calls for weapons. They are increasing their calls for tanks, for aircraft. Uh, for the first time in months, the Ukrainians are starting to lose significant amount of, of territory. Uh, they recognize it. Uh, they think that uh, Bahmut, this city that has been a tug of war between Russia and, and Ukraine for months, uh, could fall, that it could fall imminently. Uh, in fact, just today, uh, uh, Ukrainian officials called for aid workers who are trying to help the people in Bahmut to leave the city, that it is no longer safe enough for them to go there. Uh, it has become very difficult for journalists uh, to go inside the city. Uh, the government is not encouraging journalists to, uh, to go in. Uh, so th the city uh, is, is facing a very dire situation. It might not be able to hold out much longer. And that is just one city along the, the front line. The front line stretches for about 800 miles uh, from the north all the way to the south. And uh, because the Russians are sending in so many reinforcements, willing to take so many casualties, firing so much artillery, uh, we're talking about tens of thousands of rounds fired by the Russians every single week, that front line in a very destructive uh, move is moving slightly forward. And it does look like uh, the, the Russians want to capture the city of Bahmoud, uh, perhaps before the anniversary of, of the war uh, at the end of next week. Not that the city is so important, not that it's so strategically important. Uh, it would be more of a, a symbolic victory for Russia uh, after so many losses over the course of this course of this year. Tens of thousands of rounds. How do you think that feels? Do you think that's good? You think that feels good? An 800-mile front. Government told you about that? An 800-mile front. What is 800, 800 miles? What, it's to, to, to D.C., to Boston, and back again? 800-mile front. 
fighting on an 800 mile front. Have you heard about that? You're underwriting it. The Ukrainians are getting killed right now. What, what is what is Austin doing in Brussels? They were just over there last week. Wasn't Millie? Wasn't Millie? Wasn't the head of the CIA? William Burns, the head of the CIA, and Millie were just in Kiev 10 days ago, right? Talking about war strategy, talking about pivoting, going to liberate Crimea. Are we liberating Crimea yet? Are we getting ready for that? Is that what we're doing now? No, now they got to face it when it's all about to collapse around them. And they say, they can't even be straightforward to you. All American people want is honesty. This is why Gates put it up. There's only 10 people co-signed it. Republican neocons, you want the road to perdition? You want the road to a permanent defeat? Peter, it's not MAGA as a four-letter word, but you're, you're Navarro. You're going to do it. I want to see it. I want to go through the analytics. I trust you. I love you. You go do it. You want to do this. You continue to back this regime with the, with the open-ended checkbook that we've got without telling people anything about the truth. Because now, after all this, we're going to hold, we're going to take eastern Ukraine back, we're going to take Russian-speaking eastern Ukraine back. Now she starts to, she starts to work because the war could last years. The war could last years. We've tossed in $120 billion in year one. Okay, the war could last years. Tens of thousands of shells. Bakhmut's going to fall. There's nothing to fall. It's like, the, you know, we had to destroy the village in order, we had to destroy the village in order to win it. Right? We had to destroy the village in order to win it. Uh, Boris, uh, they've ordered uh, your family and you were born in in Russia. They've ordered all Americans out immediately, uh, Boris. How big a deal is that, sir? Does that happen very often in in Russia, sir? No. And, Steve, honor me with with a posse. And full background, so (laughs) nobody thinks that this is based on any of my family history. I was born in uh, in Moscow, my grandmother was born right outside of Kiev in, in Ukraine and got family. And, and as most people, right, in, in that region do, got family completely across borders. So, and that's part of the reason that this whole uh, disaster has been so heartbreaking and, and such and such a mess. And I've spoken about that you know, for the last year, uh, since the first day, when proudly on this program I said that this was a mistake by Putin to go into Ukraine because it's effectively a civil war, which is which is what it is. So it's a huge deal now that uh, that Americans that the State Department has issued that warning for all Americans to leave uh, leave Russia. It, it shows that the, issue, the, the situation is absolutely deteriorating, and the fact is that there, the way, there's no leadership. America has absolutely failed, has fully failed in this festering fire surrounded by nuclear reactors in Ukraine, and continues to fail, sending a billion dollars here and a billion dollars there. We just continue to send money, continue to send uh, to send ammunition, continue to send weapons, and let's be honest, continue to send actual military, quote-unquote, instructors, which is how these quagmires have, uh, have started uh, throughout history and have gotten worse and worse and worse. And again, for those who don't know, look up the genesis of World War One and World War Two, and you will see that they're in a tiny radius from from this location. This is not a place where a war, a conflict, can be allowed to continue. As President Trump has said, this has to end in 24 hours. But unfortunately for the world right now, only President Trump can do it, and Joe Biden is too short-sighted to ask him to do so. Okay, a short commercial break. Boris, please stick. I want you on the other side. Crom Carmichael is going to join us. We've got a lot to go through in hour one, even more to go through in hour two. Stick around. Be back in a moment.
In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to itargetpro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. The new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now any republican thinking of getting into this race what do you think their strategy should be for taking on Trump? Well, that you, the, the, <laughs> it's got to be taking on Trump. I, look, you, you're not going to wage this battle successfully unless you're prepared to, to take down the obstacle that's in your way. Um, and you've got to figure out how you do that and at least hold some of that base um, together for a general election um, and even to su- support you in the primary. It is it's tactically difficult, strategically complicated. Um, but at the end of the day, you've got to be prepared, as I put it, to sacrifice your 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 bid for the for the presidency uh, in the effort to get there. You've got to be willing to say, OK, I'm, I'm ready to go in this and potentially lose this battle. But this is important because you may be able to create a lane or a pathway for someone else who could then finish the job. Um, maybe all those candidates can come together, like unlike they did in 2016, um, to uh, to sort of block and tackle Trump. But someone has got to lead that charge. Is that Nikki? Uh, so she's literally the first out of the gate beyond Trump. Or is it someone else? We'll see. Well, let me ask you that question. If it's about being ready, able to walk that very fine line, but also aggressively counterattack, don't let him just come at you. Who's got the juice to do that? Uh, none of them. Really? <laughs> none of them. I mean, uh, hello, where have you been for the last six years? None of them. (laughs) Who stood up and said, uh, you need to shut up and sit down because we got this? Who? who? So is that that walking the line, I guess? I mean, do you is that what risks alienating the base, as you say? Yeah, I mean, look, that's part of the problem. You, you can't be you can't be held hostage to that small, loud chorus in the corner. You're talking about 32 percent, 38 on a good day. That's 62 percent of the party that's left to, to play with. Engage them. 
get them into the process. You, you go back and you look at the numbers. There are a lot of Republicans who do not vote in primaries. They just don't. So you've got some ready tools available to you to begin to cobble together a majority of the vote that you're going to need. But here's the other thing, uh, Chris, that's important. You can't do this with six other people in the race. This has to be a race, in my view, that's mano a mano or Nikki against Trump. You know, it's got to be one on one. It cannot have this this bifurcated, trifurcated approach with all of these faces on the screen running for the prize because the guy there on the left declared that's he's sitting there going, "Okay, "Okay, I can play. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Uh, 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 Boris. When's the next? What's the over and under that Michael Steele gets invited back on the Chris Jansen show? Hey, where have you been for six years? <laughs> it's kind of kind of rough. You, you don't treat the host like that. Be be nice. Be kind. Treat the guests with kindness and gratitude, Boris. But Michael Steele said the quiet part out loud. She says, "Which one of these six? He goes, none of them. None of them. None of them individually. None of them, <laughs> none of them combined." Hey, you know what? I haven't agreed. <laughs> you see her face. I, I, I haven't agreed with Michael Steele in a long time. He was actually he's a nice enough guy, but right? he was a hapless RNG chair, but he's a, he's a nice enough guy. Um, but I haven't agreed with him in a long time, and I, but I, I'll agree with him here. None of the pretenders who think that they may want to oppose the president while singing the president's uh, praises have a shot. You know why? Because the American people want President Donald J. Trump back in the Oval Office as soon as humanly possible. You know why? Because of the disaster in the Ukraine, because of the disaster on our border, because of the disaster in East Palestine, Ohio, because of who knows what is happening with these unidentified flying objects around our sky, because of the absolutely crushing economic stature of our American economy. The American people want the broadest shoulders possible and the toughest shoulders possible. And that is undoubtedly President Donald J. Trump. And, and that's why, you know, even the New York Times history had this article about DeSantis saying, well, he's doing this haywire, your know, high wire act, and he's trying to go, you know, not alienating anybody, or maybe think about running, but maybe he does it in, in September, or maybe he does it in October, maybe he does it in 2028, who knows? The bottom line is this. None of these pretenders have shown to have the toughness or the experience or the ability to face off in, a, in any contest against President Donald J. Trump. And let me remind everybody, that before President Trump beat the Democrat establishment in 2016 in Crooked Hillary Clinton, he defeated the Republican establishment. And it didn't go so well for those who entered the quicksand. So I would just say beware. And hey, if these if, if the pretenders want to come in and want to play, sure, come on, come on in and let's have a good time. But they should know that what they're doing is they are going against the wishes, not of 38 percent, but of 95 percent of the Republican electorate. It's not a small group in the corners. Michael Steele, now he's trying to cover up for being mean to the host. He's been, you know, he's obfuscating. The MAGA is now the Republican Party. And to go against it is to be Liz Cheney. And we all know how Liz Cheney's career ended by a 40-point whopping loss at the hands of the Donald Trump endorsed candidate, Harriet Hageman. Is there any doubt in your mind that we're at the beginning stages of the Third World War? You can see it on every every front throughout the world, sir. I'm very, I'm extremely, I'm deeply concerned that that's exactly where we are. I hope that there's still a way to avoid it. 
But if you look around the world, and if you look around, if you look specifically at Eastern Europe, but beyond that, look at China and Taiwan, look at the Middle East, look at what's going on and uh, still going on in Syria, the, and, and look at the takeover of Africa by China. We have a geopolitical situation right now that's as troubling as it's been in the last 80 years, and the only way to avoid it is strong American leadership, and we cannot have it with hopeless Joe Biden. We could only have it with President no, Donald J. A, Trump. It's, 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 the best, it's the best case for, for, for Trumpers right there. Boris, what are your coordinates? How do people get to you? Steve, thanks so much. Honored to be here. Honored to be with the posse. My information, the website is hot. Sign up right now on BorisCP.com. Hot on BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. On Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on True Social at Boris. And the hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. All offense. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, all offense. We're going all offense next. Take a short commercial break. We're going to return for the second hour of our late afternoon, early evening show here in the world. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.